Welcome to the Burnout to Bless podcast. I am your host, Tara Reinbolt, and it is my mission to help you take back control of your life, overcome burnout, and reclaim your happiness. Trust me, if I can do it, you can do it. I went from totally burned out human resources professional looking to find my purpose in life to finally kicking burnout to the curb and finding my God-led mission. If you're ready to start living your best life today, like right now, literally this second, then you've come to the right place. Consider me your own personal business and life coach. Now let's get this party started and dive into today's episode. Hello, everyone. I hope your week is off to a good start. We are on to episode number five. Well, (laughs) technically episode number six because we had part one and part two of episode one. But hey, who's counting? Obviously not me. (laughs) So I digress. We are going to get back to this episode, which is step number five on overcoming burnout. And what that step looks like is releasing the negative emotions that have arose from learning where your self-sabotaging behaviors originated from, releasing the control that the self-sabotaging behaviors have over you, and gaining a new perspective on how you can use this experience and move forward in a positive way so that these circumstances no longer have control over your future. And then we're going to learn how to heal so that you can move on, move forward into the future to achieve your goals. In this case, the goal is to overcome burnout. In the future, you would have already completed that goal. Yay for you. Yay for your future self. (laughs) But you can utilize these exercises, as I've mentioned several times over in past episodes, to achieve other goals that you may have. So without further ado, let's get into the exercise. Step number one is I want you to write a letter to each circumstance relationship, and or experience. And I want you to tell each how you feel. I want you to express all of your negative emotions and thoughts. That means do not sugarcoat it. Do not leave any emotions out such as guilt, shame, or embarrassment. Now I am going to go into some examples Because I want to give you permission. I want you to actually allow yourself to get rid of the negative emotions that you have. Even the very difficult ones, such as the guilt, the shame, or the embarrassment. Okay? So example number one. In the last episode, I talked about how I lacked confidence to get up and publicly speak. And I figured out where that originally came from. That originally came from 
the experience that I had in high school when I had to get up and I had to sell myself essentially to 2,000 people. And in the process, I thought it would be great to include some jokes. Well, (laughs) turns out I'm not so funny. Those jokes did not land. Total crickets, right? So then that particular experience changed the trajectory of my public speaking for the next, oh my gosh, like 10 years? That's a long time. (laughs) I know it's something kind of minor, but that embarrassment that I experienced due to that experience really changed me. So there's a lot of negative emotions that I feel about it. You know, like maybe I would have been more successful in my eyes if I was able to conquer that. You know, there's so many different thoughts that I have on that particular experience. That is an example of writing out how does that experience make you feel and tell you it made me feel small. It made me feel embarrassed. And it's one of those things that I am ashamed to admit to people. But hey, I'm admitting it to you right now. It's all a part of the healing process. So that's one example. Another example is when I went over the steps in the process of each phase of burnout, the ambition phase, the if only, the victim, the burnout, total burnout phase, right? When you're in the victim phase and it's everyone else's problem that you're stressed out or if you're in total burnout and you feel hopeless, you feel helpless, you're depressed, in those phases, Odds are your performance is not good. You're not showing up as your best self. You're showing up at 60%. You're mentally and physically exhausted. And guess what? People can tell. And part of this process probably revealed that your performance is not good, right? (laughs) And that's a hard pill to swallow. Of course, because you've recognized that that is the case, now you have to go out and you have to conquer that limiting self-belief. You have to conquer that embarrassment. You have to actually admit that that is happening. That, I am sure, is creating a lot of negative emotions for you, a lot of thoughts, and that's a hard pill to swallow. This is where you're going to write a letter and you're going to say, hey, (laughs) screw you situation for causing me time away from my family for this, for that. I want you to get it out. That's the only way that those emotions and that situation, that circumstance, or it could be that relationship, it's the only way that you're going to be able to release it and to actually move on. We're not in theory here. This isn't a theory. By doing this exercise, you're going to actually release that emotion that's going to allow you to move on because by acknowledging that you have these emotions in the first place, now those emotions are losing their control over you. That's step number one. And in this step, you may have several letters that you're going to send out. You know, I just named two situations that I could have sent out. 
I had a situation about my public speaking, my lack of confidence. I had a situation about poor work performance. Like that's super freaking embarrassing, okay? (laughs) You know, coming from the overachiever, I can do it all. I don't need help with anything type of person to actually admitting that my work performance sucked at the time, like when I was in total burnout, that is huge. That's hard to admit. But in order for it to not control me anymore, I had to let go of that, okay? And that is when writing a letter to each circumstance is going to help you let go. Okay, so that's what I want you to do. Get it out. And when I say get it out, I mean get it all out. <laughs> so let this be your proverbial break room. You know how they show people on TV where they're just mad and they take dishes and they just throw them all over the place to get that emotion out? That's what I want you to do. I want this to be your proverbial break room where you're screaming at the top of your lungs. <laughs> Scream so loud that they actually come and physically check on you to see what's happening. And that you scream so loud <laughs> that they called 911 because they're worried that you're in some sort of altercation and that you're just not okay. So that's what I mean by getting it all out there, my friends. Okay? So step number two, I want you to write a letter to the circumstance, relationship, and or experience that you've already identified in step one, right? And this letter is going to consist of thanking. Yes, I said it. You are going to thank individually each circumstance, relationship, and or experience that you've already identified in step one. <laughs> so for those of you that have 20 letters, I'm sorry. This is a long exercise for you. But it is extremely important to identify the positives. And what I mean by that is how did the situation benefit you? Okay, I'm going to repeat that. <laughs> because we're going from I can't stand you, you suck, to this is how you benefited me. So how did the situation benefit you? Number one. Number two, what did you learn from the situation? Number three, why is the situation a blessing? Yes, mind might be blown right now because you're probably thinking, what in the world? I just got done telling my best friend from 15 years ago how they screwed up my entire life. (laughs) And now you want me to thank them? The answer is yes. Yes, I want you to thank them. Yes, I want you to think how they benefited you. Yes, I want you to think about what you learned. Yes, I want you to think of how the situation was a blessing. I'm going to give you an example because it's my favorite thing to do. (laughs) If I did not have to go through the crap storm of burnout for goodness, it was probably about five years straight of just horribleness, horribleness for myself, horribleness for my family, right? If I didn't have to go through that, then I wouldn't be sitting here today helping you 
to work on managing your stress, helping you to overcome burnout. Of course, I have to thank that experience. It's a blessing. It is such a blessing that I had to go through five years plus of horribleness, of devastation, because I can then take that and take what I've learned and help you. So that's why it's a blessing. There is always a benefit to the negative, okay? And if you're having a hard time coming up with why you're thankful (laughs) and having a hard time to determine the three things that I just mentioned, then I want you to just stop. Stop this episode and I want you to come back to it. And I want you to think about how it's benefited you, what you've learned, and how it's a blessing. And I promise you, you will come to terms. You will figure out exactly those three pieces that I'm asking you to figure out. Because in order for you to actually move on into the future, in order for you to no longer have the negativity control your reality of now, control your actions that are going to change your future, you need to come to terms with the past. You need to come to terms with the situation so that you can positively move forward into the future. When I got out of burnout and I stopped feeling like a victim and I stopped blaming myself and I stopped wallowing in the negativity that, oh my gosh, it swallowed me whole for a long time. It took eight months for me to get out of burnout. And within those eight months, I felt self-pity. I felt embarrassment. I felt guilty. I felt all of the things because it truly wrecked havoc on my life, as you've heard me talk about in past episodes. I also had to come to terms with the fact that, you know, I messed up. I can move forward in a positive light, but it took me to wallow through that negativity to finally get into a place where I could look back and say, wow, It all happened for a reason. It all led me to this point where now I can help others so that they never have to get to the point where I got because I was in total burnout, total devastation. And my goal, which is why I talked so much in the first episode about the different phases of burnout, is to help people never get that far along into burnout. Because so many of my clients, so many people and colleagues that I have spoken to and that I have become close to have found themselves in total burnout when it didn't have to be that hard. It didn't. And why didn't have to be that hard? It didn't have to be that hard because if they would have figured out that they were going down the path, they were in the if-only phase, they were trying to scribble off that to-do list that kept growing (laughs) and it was never going anywhere, if they were able to figure out at that point, then they wouldn't get into the bad habits that are so difficult to break. 
And of course, you're here because we're going to break those habits, darn it. That's what we're going to do. That's what we're getting to. Moral of the story, though, is I didn't go through that crappiness. I wouldn't be here today. So yes, five years is a long time. (laughs) But I am thankful. I am so thankful for those five years. It is a blessing. Okay, so I'm going to get off my soapbox now. And we're going to move on to the next step in the process, which is two part. One is going to help you heal. And then two, it's going to help you move on so that that negativity is no longer controlling you. Okay. In step number three, I want you to identify one person in your life that you can confide in and tell your full journey. Example, where did it all begin? And how did that make you feel? And as a result, what emotions were you trying to avoid moving forward? What emotions were you trying to repeat moving forward? The expectations that you had on yourself, the expectations that others had on you, the negative emotions you experienced, the embarrassment, the shame, the guilt, the secrets that you never told anyone. (laughs) I want you to find someone that you can fully trust in, okay? This person must have a track record for being honest with you as well. So they're not going to tell you what you want to hear. They're going to tell you the truth. And that is another important piece of choosing who is the best person to tell your story to, okay? So that is how you are going to actually heal. It's interesting. The Bible even gives you instructions for A, ask for forgiveness. And in order to move on and in order to actually live your life like you are forgiven, you need to tell someone about it, your story as to why you're asking for forgiveness to begin with. The same can be applied here. Not saying you're doing anything wrong. I'm just giving you another example of why it is imperative to tell someone because if you don't, you're never going to be able to relinquish that control that your journey, that your circumstance, that relationship or experience has over your life because you're going to let it control you under the surface because you're not brave enough. You're not courageous enough to tell someone about it. And because if you don't tell anyone about it, it doesn't make it real, right? It's just, oh, well, it happened, but it really didn't happen. You don't actually have to come to terms with reality when you don't tell anybody about it, right? So that is the purpose of this step is to being able to fully gain control of your life back, regain that control, reclaim it, girl, take it back. (laughs) So now that I've painted a little bit of a picture here, do you see how actually telling someone can be freeing, that that situation is no longer holding control over you. In order to put it into perspective, I'm going to go over two examples. 
Number one, I had an experience in high school where I had to speak in front of 2,000 people. And ever since that situation occurred, the next 10 years, (laughs) it controlled my life. And I had no clue. I had no clue that it was doing so because I never took the time to stop to ask myself, why am I so paranoid? Why am I so worried? Why am I so anxious about public speaking when I never was before? I never took the time to dissect why that was occurring. Now that I've done that in the last episode, which was discovering where it all happened, right? Now that I've figured it out, in order for that to no longer have the control over me, for me to actually be able to move past the control of I suck at public speaking, for me it's to overcome that objection that I have from that experience. What I did is I told someone about it. I wrote it in a blog and put it out to the world on Facebook. And then I went out and I did probably six to seven Facebook Lives after that. And the funny thing is there were multiple Facebook Lives that I totally bombed. I tripped over my words and it may have sounded like I had no expertise whatsoever. But out of the sake for getting over my perfectionism, which is another self-sabotaging thinking pattern that I identified in the last episode, in order to get over that, I just let all the mistakes out there. I just let it be. And I was okay with it. And I feel like for the most part, most of my Facebook lives were pretty successful. And how I define success is I felt confident. I felt comfortable. I didn't trip over my words. And Therefore, once I told the world about that embarrassing situation, and then I went and I tried to overcome that by doing what I thought that I sucked at, then I'm in a position where I feel comfortable doing it moving forward, and I didn't let that situation control my future. I said, no way, no how, not anymore. And another example that I'm going to go into is the embarrassment of my secret. (laughs) And my secret after I took a step away from my corporate job, my huge secret that I didn't even want to admit to myself was that in the last year and a half of working in human resources in my corporate position, I don't think that my work performance was great. It was mediocre. It was okay. And that was so hard for me to admit because A, it's super embarrassing. B, it's something I wasn't willing to admit. So it was a secret. I wouldn't even admit it to myself, let alone anyone else. And then once I actually A, admitted it to myself, which was, oh my gosh, a huge pill to swallow. Then I admitted it to my family and friends that I was not in a good place mentally, physically. It was just, I was all over the place. 
And once I was able to admit all of the crap that I was going through, once I was able to admit that my performance really did kind of suck near the end, that felt so freeing. I didn't feel like I had anything to hide anymore. But before I told anyone about it, before I admitted it to myself, I felt like it was a secret so big that it was weighing me down. And it was weighing me down to the point where I didn't feel like I was worthy to be able to move forward. I didn't feel like I deserved it. I didn't feel like I was capable. You know, I had lost so much confidence over that secret, over that embarrassment, over that shamefulness. And so once I was able to come to terms with it, once I was able to admit it, honestly, it took a lot for me to tell you this today. Like a lot, a lot, a lot. Oh my gosh. It took a lot for me to tell you this because I'm a prideful human being. I did well in my career, but I also have to admit that near the end, I didn't do so well. And that's such a freaking hard pill to swallow, let me tell you. So once you tell someone about it, you can then talk it out. You can then see how it's benefiting you. You can then move on. Now we're in the ballpark of releasing that control. And we're in the ballpark of healing from our past so that we can positively move forward into the future and not let this stuff hold us back anymore. That is why this three-step process is extremely important. So I am going to go through each step one more time and then we're going to close. Step one, write a letter to each circumstance, situation, or relationship and say, All of the negative things, let it be your proverbial break room. (laughs) I don't want you to leave one emotion out. Get it all out. Okay, step one. Step two, I want you to write a letter to each circumstance, relationship, and or experience thanking each. And within thanking, identify what you learned. Identify how you benefited. And maybe how the situation or the circumstance was an actual blessing, okay? So that it can positively move you into the future. And then step three, I want you to tell someone about it. I want you to tell someone all of the above. I want you to tell the whole truth and nothing but the truth. That is step three. I pray that you will have the courage to follow this exercise. I pray that you will have the open-mindedness to actually be able to thank your circumstance, relationship, or experience. Because I know it's hard. I know it's hard to go from the screw you to thank you. (laughs) And then it's even more difficult to actually own up to it, to actually admit to it, to someone else. This is really the only way to actually release the emotion, to actually release the control that they're having over you and to heal and to positively move forward so that you can feel lighter, so that you can move forward into achieving your goals. Because 
if you don't release that control, if you don't take back that control, then when you're moving into overcoming burnout or you're moving into accomplishing the goal that you set out to accomplish, you're going to feel that resistance because those circumstances still have that control over you. And anytime something else has control over you, you're not freely to be able to move forward without any resistance. So what we're doing today is we're getting rid of that resistance. And the goal is for these exercises to lay down such a solid foundation that when you go out and you go to achieve another goal, you're able to easily do so because you've already put in the mindset work. That's the goal. So today's episode truly (laughs) taught you how to learn how to accept what is, learn to let go of what was, and to have faith in what is to come. There is hope, my friends, and we're getting towards that light at the end of the tunnel. And I know today's episode may have been heavy, especially because I'm asking you to tell someone your whole truth and nothing but the truth. (laughs) And of course, as a coach, I can be that person for you. (laughs) But I always suggest that you find that one person in your life that is a constant for you. That is your rock, essentially. And I know that once you complete this exercise, you're going to feel so much lighter and you're going to be able to feel like you can truly move forward and truly conquer overcoming burnout. So I'm going to leave that with you today. And I know your time is limited and valuable. So I thank you for all of our time spent today. And if you feel like you need additional support, that's what I'm here for. Feel free to reach out to me. My details are in the outro to come. All right. Thanks again. Toodaloo. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Adios. Thank you for listening to the Burnout to Bless podcast. I hope that you found value in today's episode, and I pray that you will make the commitment to take back control of your life and that God will give you the courage to move forward to live the life that you were meant to live. If this episode at all inspired you, please do me a huge favor and subscribe to the Burnout to Bless podcast wherever you listen to your favorite podcast and leave me a review. By subscribing, you'll be the first to be notified when new episodes air. And by leaving a review, you'll help this podcast get noticed and hopefully change someone's life. If you're ready to take the next step to overcome burnout and live the life of your dreams, email me at coachinginfo at burnout. B-U-R-N-O-U-T, the number two, blessed.com. Again, that's coaching info at burnout, the number two, blessed.com to learn more about my customized coaching programs. Now remember, Rome was not built in a day. All you need to do is take it one step at a time, my friends, and I promise you, you will get to your destination. Until next time.